0: Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome back to the New Work Revolution podcast here on newworkrevolution.com. This is your host, as always, Brandon Allen. And today I wanna talk about creating a culture of support within your organization. And I think a lot of times when we look at organizations that break down, it's because people are not supporting each other. And that starts with the leadership, but it also permeates down to the employees. And I think sometimes as leaders, we're the catalyst for how we show up and how our team shows up. And sometimes if we're not being supportive, those bad behaviors rub off throughout the organization. And I remember... When I worked in the corporate world I used to keep something on my desk um, you know and, and a lot of times people keep these you know like what a success equal and you know all that kind of stuff and and I had this thing that was called Ten Commandments of a good team uh, or ten Commandments of team and the one of the things that always stuck out to me is that good teams help each other be right not wrong and think about this I, I remember hearing about and, and kind of witnessing this, Uh, within an organization where they had brought in a new employee and they were training this employee. And this employee had been there for like two or three days. And already within the first couple of days of this new employee's tenure, someone was throwing them under the bus and talking to another teammate about how terrible this new employee was and how this person's never going to make it. What a mistake. What a joke. This person's an idiot. And I was just sitting there dumbfounded like, oh, my gosh, this person doesn't have a shot. 2 days in in the organization and already people are tying a brick to this person's leg proverbially and throwing them in the bottom of the lake to die and so that kind of thing is very uh, that obviously it's counterproductive but the question is, is like, why is that the case and where does that come from? Because a lot of times we see teams where people are really bonded together. They're really taking care of each other and they look out for each other and make sure that everyone looks good. And when we create a culture of support, there's some things that are going to happen or some things that you want to show up to do that. So the first thing that we want to show up is that when we create a culture of support, what we're doing is we want to help people take ownership. Throughout the organization and a lot of times business owners or leaders go wrong when they try to centralize all the decision making and authority in the organization and when everything has to run through you as a leader, there's a team right there that takes no ownership or responsibility for the results that happen. Now, the awesome thing is when we decentralize that authority and all the decision-making and everything else. We create autonomy for people, but we also create a situation where team members can hold each other accountable for that. And I remember in some of the teams that I've worked with and led, Just really hearing people say, hey, can I give you some feedback on that call? Or hey, uh, can I show you a faster way to do that? And just when you see that, you're like, oh, man, that's awesome. That's a culture of support. And it only happens when people know and believe that the person that they're getting feedback or being held accountable, uh, that's holding them accountable, actually cares about them, including the boss. But the second way. To really create a culture of support is to train people. I don't know how many times I see an organization who has no onboarding or training process for a new employee or it's very loose and haphazard. Basically, their training program consists of hire new employee, give new employee off to the employee that's quitting and have the employee that's quitting train the new employee for a week. And then when that employee leaves, it's like, hey, you're on your own. Best of luck to you. And unfortunately, number one, I'd never want to have an employee that's leaving. Very rarely. I should say never, but very rarely do I want to have an employee who's leaving train a new employee. That's a recipe for disaster, number one. But number two, what kind of a training protocol is that? A good training protocol should include things that we want people to know and understand as a result of the training, a timeline for when certain things should happen and what. Uh, a manual of some sort that people can refer back to and look at to help them do their job effectively, whoever their manager is should sit down with them and, and set down some expectations for what is expected of them. Here's how you do a great job in this role. Here are your priorities. Do you understand that? And then there should be ongoing training that happens once the onboarding process is in place. But if we have destructive behaviors in our business, if we We The only way that we can help people grow through destructive behaviors and behaviors that are not helpful to the organization is to help them and support them in growing through that process. And if I think about my own life, there have been times where I have had destructive work behaviors that I've had to have people work with me. And sometimes it's just a conversation. I mean, I'll never forget when. Uh, a district manager told me one time, "Hey, Brandon, I think you can get promoted and do well in this company, but you got to get your crap together. You got to quit showing up late for work and all this stuff." And he was right. Like I thought, my talent and ability would would save the day, but what it really did was alienated leaders and it alienated teammates when I tried to be above the law in certain respects and I tried to let my talent overcome. Any of the other deficiencies that I had as an employee and him taking the time to say that to me, although it hurt at the time because I knew I was disappointing him and letting him down. It also gave me a roadmap and and a viewpoint of this is how people see me. I need to change this. So see. So people see me as someone that they can trust with more responsibility. And what if someone had just given up on me and said, oh, man, that guy's late all the time. He's just you know what? The guy can't get his crap together. Get rid of him. Worthless. Now, you know, what if that had happened? I wouldn't have had the long and productive career that I had with that organization. So if you have a teammate that that has a destructive behavior set and a pattern as leaders, we can help them grow through that and work through that. If they're willing to get to that next level, we need to show people that we're willing to train and support them to be the kind of people that they want to be, even if they're not that person now. And business owners and leaders I coach, they've got deficiencies that they're working through. So it stands to reason that our team has deficiencies as well, and it's up for it's up to us to really support them and grow them through those deficiencies. So if you're not taking the time to train your team on an ongoing basis and I'm talking about one-on-one personal development training, then you are doing your team a disservice. Uh, in, in your organization, you're not feeding them the way that you could be feeding them. And what that does for me is it personally as an employee is it makes me wonder if the people that I'm working for actually care about the job that I do and how good that I do it. So think about what message you're sending when you don't take the time to train your people effectively. And here's the last point. People will fight for you when you fight for them. And if we create a culture of support in our organization, We're going to have people who fight for each other, and that's what we want. I remember I spent so much time pouring into my employees. I remember one time my employee looked at me, and they said, Hey, Brandon, what do you want? What do you want to be successful? What's your next level? And I thought, man, what an awesome question that this person just asked me. After pouring into them, they turned around and said, Hey, how do we pour into you? How do we help you look good, and how do we help you be successful? And I thought, man... That's really awesome. That's not why I trained and supported and developed these people. But to have them turn around and ask me that question made me feel pretty good. And and I thought, man, this is the kind of support that I want. And we want people to be supportive of each other. We want them to respect each other. They don't have to love each other, but we want respect and we want re- support in an organization. And if you can find that in your organization and you can create that, you're going to have a high-powered team that's really capable of doing great things At a big level, but you show me a team where they don't support each other. That's a team that has stunted their own growth and will only get so far because they can't help people take that next step. And so new employees will come in. They'll, they'll get eaten alive. They'll quit and it's on to the next person. And we don't want to create an organization like that. We want to create an organization where people feel safe where people feel supported, and if they feel safe and they feel supported, I guarantee you that great results are on the other end of that if we allow it to happen. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. Again, if you want to check out the Management Playbook on Amazon, it's there in Kindle and uh, in paperback version if you want to check it out. I've got a lot of different ways that you can be supportive and create a safe and supported environment within your organization through the management playbook. It's chock full of exercises and resources just for that. So uh, hopefully you found this helpful. If you did, share it on social media, rate it in iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't yet. And I want to thank you again for listening to this week's show. This is Brandon Allen from the New Work Revolution podcast here on newworkrevolution.com. I'm signing off. Have a great and productive week. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.